Hello and welcome to Making Mediumship the Norm, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Espinasi, known as New Zealand's Modern Medium, and I have been very privileged over the years to connect thousands of people to their loved ones in spirit, whether that be through one-on-one readings to my sellout Whispers from Above shows. I'm excited to be able to bring you this podcast where together we are going to be bringing mediumship into the everyday homes, the everyday hearts and everyday conversations. Whether you are here seeking solace after the loss of a loved one, needing guidance on your life's journey, or simply you have a curiosity to explore the mysteries of the universe, the Making Mediumship the Norm podcast is here to support you. My intention with each episode is to help you bridge the gap with life beyond this earth. So without further ado, let's tap in to today's episode. Hello Seekers, I'm really honored to welcome you to this episode where we are going to be talking about how to cope with life after grief. This is something that I know a lot of people are really needing support in because we live in a society where we're really taught to suppress our grief rather than navigate through the grief and actually use grief for what it truly is to help us step into understanding and knowing the truth of who we are. And so this episode is going to be hopefully really insightful for you and it's also going to give you a few ways to be able to process grief in a really gentle way so that you can truly honor how you're feeling but also to allow yourself to feel alive again, to feel that you can be happy, that you can thrive in your life. Because often when we are dealing with deep grief, it's very hard to feel like we're ever going to be happy again, that we're ever going to be able to do life. And so I'm here telling you that you absolutely can and that there is no timeline to grief. There is no, this is the way that you deal with grief. There's no systematic way. There's no structure. Every single person's going to experience grief, but we're all going to navigate through the grief differently. And so I just really want to tell you that even if you do process your grief and you feel, you know, okay, I I can cope with life again. I feel like I'm, you know, able to make something of myself. I can create these new chapters with my loved ones in spirit and I'm still here on earth. There are still going to be times where you're going to get caught off guard and grief is just going to hit you like a truck in a sense. And you're just, you're going to be at the supermarket and this song comes on and you're going to be like, oh my gosh. Or, you know, it could even be 20 years later and you're, you're, bam, there you are. So I want you to just understand that there is no, in some ways, end to grief, but there is also life after grief. And that's what I just really want us to talk about today. So a lot of people come to me because of course they are wanting to hear from their loved ones in spirit. They are not sure how to communicate with their loved ones in spirit. They don't really know how to make sense of life after their loved ones have passed. 
And so as a medium, my role is to not only connect you to your loved ones in the spirit realm, but also to help you understand how mediumship works, how the spirit realm works, and how all of this is helping you and guiding you to come out of the illusion that you're living in from how your mind has created this reality to the truth of who you are as this incredible source being in this physical experience. So people come to me and they say, you know, Melissa, just life doesn't feel the same. I I don't know what to do. I am really struggling and this just feels so hard. And I want to acknowledge it and go, yeah, it does. Because you have to keep in mind that you've just gone from having this person physically here to all of a sudden they're no longer here. And it's like, what do you do now? It's a very normal thing to go through. So I want you to, you know, be really gentle on yourself and know that grief is going to, in some ways, break you. It's meant to. Grief is supposed to take you to the bottom, the rock bottom, because it's through that that you're going to be able to start questioning things and start to go, okay, maybe there's more to this life. Maybe I can communicate with my loved ones. You know, it is intended to really take you to that place where you just don't feel like you can do life anymore. And and that's in some ways the gift of grief is that it really like breaks us in some ways, from the world the mind has created. So the fact that you're like, I just can't do life, it doesn't feel the same, is very normal. And so I don't want you to feel like there's anything wrong with you. I don't want you to feel like you need to be fixed in any way. You know, it's a new way of having to experience this life with now this physical reality, but also now that there is a spirit realm, that there are other dimensions than just this physical earth. So often, you know, you're going to feel this emptiness, you're going to feel lost, and it can at times leave just this giant gaping hole that we just don't know how to fill or even wonder if it will be filled again. I'm here to tell you that yes, it will, but it can take time. And for some people, it's going to be easier to navigate than others, depending on how much you know about mediumship, how much you've prepared yourself for, you know, the passing of your loved one, the depth of your relationship, all of those kinds of things come into play as to how you're going to navigate through the grief. So, The hardest thing that I feel makes the loss of our loved ones the challenging part to navigate is actually the everyday things. It's the routines that we have with our loved ones that make it really challenging to kind of work through because it's like what we're used to. It's our habits and often it's in those habits and those routines that it kind of hits us that they're not there anymore because we're not able to do those routines with them. And it's just a a reminder 
actually, wait a minute, what do I do now? Because we used to do this together. And so it's the little things like that first cup of coffee with your husband in the morning, you know, and the two of you used to sit together and talk about the day. (laughs) Well, the day hasn't started, but you know, it's like what you're going to do that day or, you know, saying your I love yous before you hop in your car, or it's the Sunday brunch that you have every Sunday with your mom and where you used to talk about your week and share all your problems and all the things with mom and and now it's like, well, what do I do on a Sunday? It's, you know, tucking your children in at night and reading them, reading them a story and kissing their forehead. And, and now what do you do when, you know, your child is in spirit, you're not tucking anybody in anymore? Or let's talk even pet loss where you used to walk your dog every day and that was part of your routine. And now, you know, in the afternoon and now it's like, well, what do I do? There's no dog to get ready. There's no companion to walk with me. You know, it's in those everyday things that in some ways makes grief so challenging and the simplest of things become so hard. And that's when grief becomes something that is very lonely. A lot of my clients are, of course, grieving on their own because it's in those everyday moments that it kind of hits you and it's where you would normally have that person there and they're not there. It's like in those moments, that's when it's the most challenging and it's the loneliest thing. So I am here to help people to navigate through grief and, you know, we are not taught how to manage grief, how to navigate through grief. We're not even taught how to support others through grief, especially in Western civilizations, because we don't really honor death. We make death the end as opposed to making death a celebration and a new chapter. So a lot of other cultures will celebrate death and they honor their loved ones in the spirit realm. The spirit realm is something that is very real and something that is very normal to talk about. But in Western civilizations, often speaking about the spirit realm is very taboo. You know, we don't talk to the dead and all of that kind of stuff. And so when we have this as a collective consciousness or belief, it makes it very hard for us to process grief because it's like, well, if there's no spirit realm, that's it. My loved ones are dead. How can I, how will I ever see them again? How will I ever talk to them again? How, how will I ever stop from missing them? You know, we don't have the skills because we don't honor death. We don't honor and celebrate it. And that makes it really hard to be able to have conversations with each other when We have our friends who have, you know, their mother pass or we have someone close to us who has their partner or their child or, 
you know, any combination of loved ones in the spirit realm, we don't know what to say. We don't know what to do. So often we just ignore them or we just leave them alone when that is one of the hardest things to experience is that loneliness because we want to be talking about our loved ones in the spirit realm. We want to be expressing how we're feeling. We want to have those conversations, but we're not given the space to do so. And so as part of making mediumship the norm, this is what it's about where we are having these conversations and we're giving people the space and we're honoring that there is a spirit realm and that it's not the end. So I want to just say, especially if it's a family member that's passed, like let's say a parent or a child or a partner you got to keep in mind other family members are also grieving. And so it's important to find ways that are going to not involve your family because they're dealing with their grief too. And so your support network, your the way that you navigate your grief, is it's important to have your own support and not feel reliant on those that are also grieving the same person because in some ways that also makes it so much harder and because yes it's nice you can talk about memories and all of that kind of stuff but everyone deals with grief in a different way some people don't show that they're grieving at all and it often angers somebody who is really struggling with the grief and so this is why as a medium, I'm always like, it's important for you to have your own support system that is outside of your family and friends so that you can truly delve into the depth of it as opposed to just the the top layers or feeling like you have to sugarcoat your grief or that you have to hide your grief. So here are a few things that I recommend to my clients or how I personally have also navigated grief. And one of the first things I do recommend, and that is because I am a medium, is that you connect with your loved ones in the spirit realm. And that's because I want you to keep in mind that your loved ones are actually not dead. They're also not gone. Yes, their physical body may no longer be with us, but they're not gone, like they're not unaccessible. They have transitioned to another realm, another dimension, but they are very much still alive. And the wonderful thing is that grief kind of makes us question this and we can explore it and we can now connect with with them and have the ability to understand so much more about ourselves and in the beginning it's going to be really challenging to talk with them so going to see a medium helps you to process your grief because you'll be able to hear messages from them you'll be able to hear that it's truly them you know confirmation with evidence that it's them then you're going to be able to start building that relationship with them you know mediumship and channeling is helping us to understand new dimensions of love and it shows us that love is eternal and that love is unconditional so you'll practice you'll start to see signs you'll be like oh this is the sign that my loved one gives me it's a rainbow it's a butterfly it's whatever right whatever sign you have associated with them and so when you start to talk with them 
yes, it's not going to be a straightforward conversation like you and I are kind of having right now. It is going to be more something that is happening through feeling, through visual images, through just a knowing of things. It's going to be speaking to us in ways that doesn't necessarily involve, well, it doesn't involve at all, voice communication. So we're learning to become more aware of what is truly going on around us and all these other senses and all these other elements that are part of ourselves that we didn't even realize we had. So a lot of our clear senses start to become heightened through these communications that we are having. So this really can provide a huge sense of comfort in knowing that they are there, knowing that they're not actually gone, that you can talk to them at any moment. And there are, you know, other tools that you can have to help you with that. And that is, of course, learning how to do channeling and how to communicate with them. And I have a signature program called Reunited, which is part of that, where I teach you the, you know, every aspect in and out of mediumship. There's also, for example, like the Whispers from Above cards that I've created. So you can pull your Whispers from Above cards every morning, put them by your bedside table, ask them for a message. All of these things are there to really help you to make more sense of it because there are some mechanics to mediumship. There are some ways that, you know, to develop your channeling ability And it's not necessarily straightforward because we're not taught to honor and that the spirit realm is something that is part of our everyday experience. And so this is why we're changing that with this podcast and the conversations that we are having in making mediumship the norm. So I truly encourage you to Find a medium that you relate to, someone that has the credibility that's really important. Make sure there's someone who really knows what they're doing so that you're not robbed of your experience. I hear so many people that come to me and say, oh, I paid all this money and this person didn't tell me anything that really made sense. And, you know, it's like I can't speak for every other medium and their abilities, but I do encourage you to not be robbed of the experience and have someone who really understands mediumship for what it is, as opposed to someone who may have just taken, you know, one day course and and is now, or has some Oracle cards and it's like, yeah, now I'm a medium. Like there are lots of ethics that come with this work. And it is really important that as mediums that we honor that people who are coming to see us, they are grieving and they're so vulnerable and we have to give them a true experience of what their loved ones want to share with them so that is something I really encourage you find someone that you relate with if that's me amazing if it's not me that is absolutely okay like I'm I can't do everybody I would love to but I can't read for everybody in the world so that's why I do my program reunited so that I teach you the skills and you can do this for yourself but also use mediumship to be able to really heal the world because that is something that I see as really powerful. So another thing that I encourage you to do is to honor their memory. So 
create a little space that is dedicated to them where you can put their photo or maybe you have their ashes or there's something significant about them like their hat that they used to wear or they have like a special piece of jewelry or anything anything that is related to them in some way that's like a memento and create a a space where you can just be with them be with their energy with their essence where you can allow yourself to just take a few moments to honor them you know a lot of cultures they'll go to temples and light candles and put food out for their loved ones now you don't necessarily need to do that because of course our loved ones in spirit don't eat but it is a beautiful gesture of honoring our loved ones so you know even the ritual of uh, taking photos to photos not photos (laughs) sorry, uh, flowers to the cemetery, you know, whatever it is, whether it's um, going to be like, like I said, lighting a candle in the morning to honor them and saying, hi, I'm, you know, thinking of you. It's important to make our loved ones in spirit part of our lives as opposed to making them the white elephant in the room that we just never talk about. So I encourage you, to have the space and when people come over or if it's at your desk at work wherever it is it's like have these conversations and talk about you know your loved ones in the spirit realm so that it gives people permission to not be afraid to talk about this with you and you know instead of asking you how 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 are you how how are you feeling you know asking them um is there anything that you need right now? How can I support you? Is there anything that you would like to talk about, you know, concerning uh, your your loved one in the spirit realm? And giving people the opportunity to have that is really important. So stop asking people if they're grieving, like, how are you? I mean, they're not well, okay? They're, they're grieving. So that's kind of like, one of the worst questions you could ask, but there are other ways to ask the same question that's going to open up that space. And so if you've got a little area, if you've got like a little memento um, kind of space, it gives people the opportunity to ask about it and to start a conversation. And it's just a way for you to be able to cherish your loved ones. Uh, That could be a space where you have your whispers from above cards, you know, whatever it is. And you can Maybe there's a little quote, you know, like, you know, those little plot quote things. Uh, It's just a way for you to be able to celebrate them and focus on positive aspects of them as opposed to feeling really sad and crying all the time and, and feeling like you can't move on. Doing something like this is in celebration and in honor. And it's a way for you to be able to go, okay, even though I'm really sad, even though I miss them so much, I've got this little space. And this little space is special and it is for me and where I get to be with them. So that's something that I find really helps people as they navigate through grief. And some people use a t-shirt that they... Um, that their loved ones wore and turn that into a teddy bear or a cushion and so it's kind of like 
you know, they're with them or there are different things you can do like putting ashes in jewelry pieces or anything. You could plant their ashes in a in a plant and, you know, that's a special plant that's like mum's plant or your husband's plant or whatever it might be. Find a way that works for you. Like there is no like you have to have their photo. No, if you don't want to have their photo, that's fine. Just find a way that's going to work for you. And another thing that I want to say is embrace a new routine because that's where grief is the hardest in those everyday things or those weekly things that you used to do together. So it's important for you to create a new routine. Now, it's not about creating 500 different things for your routine at once. It's like little things. So if you used to have your cup of coffee in the morning in a certain place, now maybe instead you might want to go to a cafe instead, or you might decide to have your cup of coffee in a different part of the house. Like start thinking about how you can create a new routine that doesn't keep being a reminder of the absence of your loved one in the spirit realm. So your life is going to change. It, it can't be necessarily the same because of course your loved one isn't physically here. So you you can't have a physical experience once again together, but you can still very much love and be in a relationship with each other, depending on you know what kind of relationship you had and keep that going. But it's just about trying to find different ways to go about your day or your week so that it's not just like a constant reminder. And I know that's the part that's the hardest. And so this is something that you do over time. So it is natural to grieve. And these routines that you have are going to help you to really process the grief. Like you're going to be sad And I want you to know that that's okay. It's important for you to be sad and be angry and want them back. Like there are stages to grief and they're not linear. They can happen all in one day. They can go, you know, in any way, shape or form the stages of grief. And that's why if you give yourself the opportunity to build a new routine, then it's not as a constant reminder. It doesn't mean that you are forgetting them or that you're no longer missing them or that you don't care. It's just a way for you to navigate and process how you're going to carry on with life because your loved ones in the spirit weren't your loved ones in the spirit realm don't want you to give up on life because they're not here. They they want you to keep going. They want you to make the most out of life. And so this is important in starting a new routine so that you can gain a sense of normality again, so that you can gain a sense of purpose, so that you don't find yourself so consumed in grief that you just don't know how to get yourself out of it. So it's a way as well in your new routine where you can go to your little memory area and have and have a little conversation, pull your whispers from above cards and or, you know, write them a letter, whatever it is. And that can also be part of the new routine that you're creating. But it is important to add things in your routine that are just for you, where 
you are doing something potentially new. So starting a new hobby is a really good one. Uh, Finding a new place to eat. If that is something that, you know, you had a regular place that you ate all the time, just it's not that you're avoiding it. It's just important for you to start a life that is for yourself. And I try and say this from a real place of love because I know that's really hard and I know that you don't necessarily want to be in this position. I know that you don't want to be dealing with this. No one wants to lose anybody, right? We, we want to have our loved ones be with us forever and really they are with us forever when we understand mediumship, when we understand beyond this physical existence and this is why what I do is so important because I want everybody to be able to understand that this is an important part you know our loved ones passing is a really significant part into our awakening into who we are and our ascension and our enlightenment for us to realize and know and embody that we are source in these physical bodies that we're not these humans just walking about life and that's what our loved ones really teach us they are such a key foundational part of us understanding the workings of this universe but also It's not even about the workings of the universe, but it's to dissolve all separation from the source within us. And so when you have a new routine, you might want to have some spiritual practices just to help you navigate through that. And it could be meditations. It could be um, doing some yoga. It could be anything that just allows you to be present with your emotions and not try and bypass your emotions. That is one of the worst things you can do is try and make yourself happy because sometimes you can't, like you're going through something that is quite traumatic and that your whole life now in some ways has to change or shift. So I want you to just be kind on yourself and not try to do everything all at once. It's like one step at a time. And sometimes with my clients, I'd say, you know, it's one minute at a time and it's just, you know, keep going. And I want to say, you know, if you are currently going through some really deep grief, it's like you have a reason to still be here. Even if you're like, I have nobody left. If you're like, well, how can I have loved this person my whole life and now they're not here? Or how as a mother can I ever cope with my child and spirit or any anything like that? It's like you can There's a reason that you're still here and why you're not in spirit. And eventually you will find that purpose. You will understand it. And the more we can have these conversations about our loved ones being in the spirit realm, the more accepting it actually becomes to deal with grief in a supportive way. And that's my mission. I don't want people to grieve on their own. I don't want people to feel alone and that they can't talk about their loved ones. I mean, that's really hard. That's what makes grief 10 times harder than it really needs to be. And so life after grief, I I really want to say, doesn't have to feel empty or lonely and that you can and you will thrive again and that you will find ways to experience the incredible opportunities that life has on offer 
but also that you now have this whole other realm, this whole other dimension that you get to explore within yourself with your loved ones being in the spirit realm. And that is just phenomenal because working with your loved ones in the spirit realm, connecting with them every day is a really powerful thing to do in you understanding yourself and you having discernment, you feeling empowered. And so instead of using connecting with our loved ones to be like, I'm so sad, I don't know what to do. And it's like, yeah, you're going to feel, you're going to feel that. But also it's like, let them hold you, let them show you how much they love you, let them guide you, let them send you the signs, let yourself experience uh, connecting with them through mediums and through, you know, going to live events or workshops. Like if you're in my, if you're in my area, like if you're or wherever it is that I do my shows, you know, it's like come to one of the Whispers from Above shows. They're absolutely incredible and feeling the energy and being in that atmosphere is phenomenal. And you're hearing how other people's loved ones are communicating and what they're saying. And it's just amazing. So, I hope that some of these things are going to help you to just honor your grief journey and not try to bypass it, not try to suppress it. Use the grief to propel you to understanding who you are. So instead of just sitting in it, it's about navigating through it. It's about going, okay, this is how I'm feeling. This is why, you know, like try and give yourself the space to come on the other side of it. And this is why if we have conversations like this, it doesn't mean that grief uh, won't be there in 20 years from now, but that we don't have to stay in it, in the depths of it, in the crux of it, where it's just so hard for long and long periods of time, because that's not what our loved ones want. Our loved ones in spirit want us to be happy. They want us to be thriving. They want us to succeed. They want us to have the most amazing life possible. And they're so excited to be able to guide us and show us the way with that. They're like, yes, I want to help you. I want to help you. Come on. So if we're spending the next 30 years in grief, then we're kind of missing the opportunities that, you know, could have been. So our loved ones, they really don't want us to be sad, but they also want to help us through our sadness, through our loneliness, through our anger, through all the things that we're going to be feeling through grief. So this is something that I hope you will give yourself is the opportunity to Start a life that involves your loved ones in the spirit realm, but also is in some ways a new beginning for yourself where you find that there is still purpose, that there is still meaning for your existence here on earth, even if it feels like you just don't know what it is. So I love you all so much and I hope that you, through this conversation that we've had today, are able to support yourself in your grief, but also if you are there for somebody, uh, also I should say to also be there for somebody who is also going through grief and let's change the stigma, let's change this whole paradigm and let's truly together be on this mission of making mediumship the norm. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. 
I want to express my utmost gratitude for having you joining me on this journey in making mediumship the norm. As we together continue to explore the depths of the spiritual realm, I ask if you could please leave a five-star review for the podcast. Your feedback and your ratings not only brighten up my day, but they also help others to discover the podcast so we can truly bring mediumship into the everyday homes and conversations. And if you're ready to dive in deeper and want to work with me and see what possibilities await you, I encourage you to book in a reading with me or to check out the Soul Love Academy. Thank you so much for being part of this incredible journey in making mediumship the norm. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Until then, remember that you are a gift to the world. Together we awaken, together we align, and together we ascend. Love always, Melissa Espinasi. Mwah!